Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to talk about the Queen of Sheba, chapter 10 of 1 Kings, verses 1 and following, and it's going to illuminate again something we've talked about over and over, which is that God's ultimate redemptive plan is for the whole world, for people, representatives from every tribe, tongue, and nation who would come to trust in the one true God, who would be drawn to him, drawn to the gospel of Jesus Christ, and put their faith in him. We're in verse 1 of chapter 10. Now, when the Queen of Sheba had heard the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great retinue, with camels bearing spices and very much gold and precious stones. When she came to Solomon, she told him all that was on her mind, and Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing hidden from the king that he could not explain to her. When the Queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, their clothing, his cupbearers, his burnt offerings that he offered before the house of the Lord, there was no more breath in her. She said to the king, The report was true that I heard in my own land of your words and your wisdom, but I did not believe the reports until I came and my own eyes had seen it. And behold, the half was not told me. Your wisdom and prosperity surpassed the report that I heard. Happy are your men. Happy are your servants who you can, who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God who has delighted in you and set you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord loved Israel forever, he has made you king that you may execute justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold, that's about 9,000 pounds, and a very great quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again came such an abundance of spices that the queen of Sheba gave to Solomon. Moreover, the fleet of Haram, which brought gold from Ophir, brought from Ophir a very great amount of almug wood and precious stones, and the king made of the almug wood supports for the house of the Lord and for the king's house, also lyres and harps for the singers. No such almug wood has come or been to this day." And the Solomon gave to the Queen of Sheba all that she desired, whatever she asked, besides what was given her by the bounty of King Solomon. So she turned and went back to her own land with her servants. Many legends have arisen out of this passage, especially that last part that says that Solomon gave her everything she desired. Uh, people have assumed that she desired to be married to him. And some have even suggested that she bore him a son. Uh, the tradition states that she was a queen in Ethiopia and that the son born to her by Solomon was the first king of Ethiopia. Actually, there's nothing in scripture that confirms that. There's some later Jewish and Christian writings. And uh, she was probably from what is modern day Yemen, uh, nonetheless, south of Israel. Anyway, Here's the Queen of Sheba. She's amazed by Solomon's wisdom. She's heard about it from afar, and she's been drawn to come in here, and, and all the reports aren't only confirmed, but they're surpassed. This is a very wise man. And who gave Solomon his wisdom? Who gave Solomon his prosperity? The Lord did. Now, as we're going to find out, Solomon is drifting slowly from recognizing that. He's doing some things right still, but he's starting to... Uh, you know, spend his luxury on himself and on his court instead of on all the people. And he's just, he's starting to drift into worshiping other gods. We're going to read more about that in chapter 11 tomorrow. But nonetheless, this pagan woman, queen, 
from a different country where the one true God's name is not proclaimed is hearing about this wisdom and this greatness, and she comes and sees it for herself and blesses the Lord, the God of Israel. And this is a foreshadowing of what's going to happen throughout the rest of redemptive history. We've seen a little bit of it already in, in the Old Testament as people outside of the family of Abraham, outside of the Israelite people, have been drawn to see Christ or to, to see God as the one true God. By and large, that isn't the norm yet. But as we get to the New Testament and as Christ comes and as Paul and some of the people that start the early church preach the gospel to the nations, you're going to see lots of people who are outside of the biological family of Abraham, outside the Israelite people who are going to come to faith in Christ. And that has been God's design all the, all the while. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son, the entire world. There's an interesting text in Matthew chapter 12 where the Jewish leaders are trying to trap Jesus and they're asking him for a sign to confirm his deity. Well, these guys have seen Jesus perform a bunch of miracles. They don't need another sign. And Jesus knows that they are trying to trap him. They're probably trying to get a sign that will uh, be used against him. And Jesus' response to them in chapter 12 of Matthew, verse 39, and we're going to skip forward to 42. Here's what he says. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And then he goes for a couple verses and talks about Jonah and the sign that Jonah was. Then he skips down to verse 42. The queen of the south, that's the queen of Sheba, will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, something greater than Solomon is here. So Jesus does two things that are very significant here. First of all, he says, I'm greater than Solomon. He Earlier, he said, I'm greater than Jonah. He's basically saying, I'm greater than all the prophets, priests, and kings who have gone before, who you have honored, you teachers of the law of Israel. I'm greater than him. Obviously, that's blasphemous. They can't stand to hear that because he's basically claiming to be the, the Messiah. He's claiming to be God. The other thing he is saying is the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon's wisdom, actually the fame of God's wisdom from the ends of the earth. And she came to seek out this wisdom, this God. And she didn't need a sign. She just heard about it. And Jesus is saying the same for your generation. You don't need a sign. Look around you. You've seen the miracles I've done. You've seen the glory of God as it's been poured out. Don't ask for a sign to try to trap me. Rather, just look at what is around you and figure out for yourself that something greater than Solomon, greater than Jonah is here. Jesus is thrashing the teachers of the law at the same time that he is advancing the gospel to all peoples of all nations. Lord, thank you for your gospel. Thank you for a plan that would include us because we're outsiders, most of us, not descendants of Abraham, but you saw fit to send your son so that through faith in him, we could be folded into your family and we're grateful. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.